are listening to a University of Kentucky College of Arts and Sciences podcast. Jason Cummins is the chair for the Military Science Department at the College of Arts and Sciences. The Military Science Department runs the ROTC program at the University of Kentucky. Cummins discusses the goals and pillars of UK's ROTC program and what types of courses and opportunities are available within the Military Science Department for both ROTC students and non-ROTC students alike. My name is Jason Cummins and I'm the chair for the Military Science Department here at University of Kentucky. The Military Science Department, you know, obviously falls underneath the College of Arts and Sciences and that's our academic term here at the University of Kentucky, but really our other hat is we are charged with running the Army's ROTC program here on, on the campus of the University of Kentucky. What does ROTC stand for? It stands for Reserve Officer Training Corps, which in some cases confuses some people just by the term. I like to tell people, especially new people, students that are exploring opportunities of service within the Army, that really we're a leadership development program, and it's our responsibility to develop trained, adaptable leaders of character with a passion for service to this nation during a time of persistent conflict. So in a nutshell, that vision statement really captures our intent to develop and commission the future Army leaders. You were mentioning earlier that it's not just Army leaders, that anyone can come and take leadership courses. Absolutely. If you take a look at our entire enrollment, the fall is a big semester. For our freshmen, we have a Discovery Seminar Program course that we teach. It's called Freedom Isn't Free, and it's kind of an opportunity to teach university freshmen more about the military, but we also use it as an opportunity to teach basic leadership skills, everything from time management, stress management, visioning, and just some basic tools that they can use as students here at the University of Kentucky to help them. Out of 63 students that took one of our two DSP classes in the fall last year, only 17 of those were Army ROTC scholarship students. So the rest of those were just other freshmen on campus that had an interest in the course and decided to take it. So really, we service many more students than just the contracted cadets. We actually have about 150 enrolled in the fall, and again, only about 80 of those are contracted cadets. A lot of freshmen and sophomores that will rotate through Buell Armory take some class that will assist them in their development as students and as leaders. What sort of training program do you offer for cadets? We're developing cadets academically, we're developing them physically, we're developing them militarily, and then we're also developing them in the ethical and moral domain. So academically, each contracted cadet takes one additional ROTC academic class each semester. But obviously, the preponderance of a student's academic involvement and academic training, that's the responsibility of the university and the university's expert professors. And so they, whether it's accounting, whether it's history, psychology, political science, engineering, doesn't matter. We have students across all majors within the university, and that's really the university's job to develop in that academic area, and we have a small part of that. The second area is physically. So we do push them to make them stronger, faster, and we push them hard. So we have physical training three mornings a week formally that all cadets, and and that's actually a KHP course, which is offered to all students. So even non-ROTC cadets can come and participate in that. Get up at six in the morning and come and participate is sometimes a challenge, but every semester we do have people that choose to do that. So that's the formal portion, but then we do other things like participate in the Army's 10-miler race in Washington, D.C., So we took a team of eight this year and finished first out of 63 ROTC teams. We do other military-style competitions, whether it's ruck marches in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. There's a Ranger Challenge competition that's kind of modeled after the best Ranger competition that the Army hosts that we send a team to each year. Each one of those events are just additional opportunities to develop in the physical realm. 
third area militarily. That's why you've got people like me that are active duty officers or, or non-commissioned officers in the Army that are back here on the university campus to instruct and teach to impart the knowledge and experience that we've gained in the military up to this point to our future leaders in the Army. So we work very hard and do include military training into our program. And really, it's modeled after the small unit infantry tactics. And the Army does that because it's fairly simple and it's a lot more inexpensively than putting them in helicopters, for example, my operational specialty, or, or tanks. And so we use the basic principles of small unit infantry tactics. But it's amazing, those leadership skills that we develop and hone using that model are the same skills that they'll use later on, whether it's in the boardroom as a CEO or in combat in Afghanistan. Those same skills are needed and developed in that manner. And then the last area is really ethically and morally. And obviously a very, very important component of the Army's leadership development program is what we call the B component. We have three words, three verbs, be, know, and do. And B is the character component. And without that, it doesn't matter how smart a student is or a cadet is, how competent they are, how active they are, what a go-getter they are, they've really got to nail that, that character component. So it's our challenge to make sure that they incorporate the Army values loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage into their daily lives before we commission them to senior graduating they get internalized as Army values. So those are the four areas that we're developing cadets within the program. Do you want to talk about the opportunities or the directions that graduates go? Absolutely. You know, our students will graduate again, as we discussed, from a host of different majors. And as they're going through and pursuing their academic studies, they're also pursuing their military development. And at the beginning of their senior year, their last year in the program, they submit a dream sheet and basically request their branch of choice, branch of service within the Army. So, you know, for example, I'm an aviation officer. We have infantry officers, armor officers. We also have intelligence officers. I mean, across the entire gamut of operational needs that the Army has, there's opportunities for service. So students, during the course of their time in the program, whether it's two to four years, are investigating and trying to learn what is it that they want to pursue. So at the beginning of their senior year, they'll put in their dream sheet and request their branch of choice in the component of service. So we'll have some, and generally more than half will choose to pursue an active duty commission, where as soon as they graduate, they will commission within a day or two of graduation, and then from there go on to their active duty service in the United States Army as a second lieutenant. But we also have folks that pursue part-time service through the Kentucky National Guard or the U.S. Army Reserves. And that allows students to still receive the benefits of the program, the leadership development benefits, in some cases the scholarship benefits, but then pursue service to the military and to the Army in a part-time status, which allows them to maybe pursue other academic goals, whether it be graduate school or just other things in life. Maybe their life is not as conducive to active duty service. So a lot of people don't understand that. Again, the ROTC, Reserve Officer Training Course, is a bit confusing in that regard, but we've commissioned about 60% of our officers active duty each year, and then the rest of them either Kentucky National Guard or U.S. Army Reserves. So for graduates coming right out of college, the opportunities for leadership are immense. So I was a second lieutenant, just finished flight school, showed up to my first unit at 22 years of age at Fort Campbell, Kentucky with the 101st Airborne Division, and the Army said, okay, lieutenant, here's six Apache helicopters, here's 20 guys, you're in charge. So what an awesome responsibility, and that's the thing that, you know, really I fell in love with in the Army and has kept me into this day are the enormous leadership challenges and opportunity that are available to our young officers and officers throughout their careers. 
and it's something that very few industries can replicate. So again, if a student stays in four years and then decides to get out of the Army and pursue a civilian profession or other opportunities, maybe graduate school or just going on to the next chapter in life, I don't think they'll ever regret the opportunity they had to serve their country and you know, to develop as an individual. We also teach a leadership class for non-ROTC students, and this is in addition to the Discovery Seminar Program. About a year ago, Dean Cornblue asked us if we could teach some of our leadership skills to other students that are not involved with ROTC, and so after doing some brainstorming, we came up with a curriculum and a course that we offer for non-ROTC students. So it's a three-hour leadership course. It's actually a 300-level course. It's a pilot course called Arts and Science 300, Principles and Practices of High-Impact Leadership. And in that course, we're able to dive into the Army's leadership model as a framework, but then basically apply that to the civilian sector. So it's a seminar-based course. It incorporates everything from classroom exercises, a lot of guest lectures from professionals from a great number of industries, and good, good mixture of all different majors from UK and really a great opportunity to learn more about themselves. And then after diving into that, the first half of the course, which is seeing yourself, then we shift gears into leading others. So a lot of reflection and introspection in the first half. We use a book called True North by Bill George, which has a lot of great reflective exercises so students can discover their passions, their strengths, their weaknesses, identify and develop their own leadership philosophy and their own vision and goals and strategy for achieving those goals. And then in the second course, focus on leading others and everything from teams and cohesion, transformational leadership, building a learning organization, failing forward, and some other neat topics. So it's been very well received and it's been a lot of fun teaching that for non-ROTC students. Is that offered fall and spring? Yes, right now we're offering it both in the fall and spring. It falls on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 o'clock. We'll take a look. It's locked in again for the fall and plan on doing it again in the spring. As long as I'm here, pretty passionate about leadership development. And I think one of our tenets here within the department is to ambassador to the local campus and community. So anytime we have the opportunity to kind of share from our experiences and help better educate people about the Army, about its leaders, and in this case, developing leaders through the use of the Army's leadership model, I think it's a a win-win for us as a program, but also for the university and the surrounding community as well. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Military Science Department for making this podcast possible. For more information about UK's ROTC program, visit www.armyrotc.as.uky.edu.